What is up, everybody, and welcome once again to the Unrelated Sports Podcast. I am Andy McConnell, and with me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Mr. Cody Allstead. Cody, how are we doing? We're doing pretty good. It's uh, wait, waiting on a snowstorm, I guess, tonight after having it 65 degrees today, but... Wait, what? It's supposed to snow? It's supposed to get down to like 11 and snow tonight, maybe. Oh. Or tomorrow. You can't pay attention to all the weather and stuff. That's good. That's, it's that's not great. like you work somewhere where that would matter. That's that's true. But okay, yeah, I didn't even know it was. <laughs> that's, that's, new, that's, new, that's breaking news to me. All right, Holy cow. Okay, I thought. Okay, whatever. But how was your weekend? It was good. We went uh, went to um, actually to one of the worst college towns that you can imagine this weekend, Ames, Iowa. Yeah, I was gonna say lames. Yep. Yeah. But uh had got to eat some Chick-fil-A, which was great. Oh, nice. And uh just a quick trip there and then came home and kinda of been having a few relaxing days since then. Sick kids and all. Well sick kids part is not great, but one no. more question. What did you have from Chick-fil-A? This the regular chicken sandwich and waffle fries and the legendary uh, frozen lemonade. Theirs are oh. fantastic. Did not know they had frozen lemonade. My, okay. my brother turned me on to it and oh my god. Is it good? See, I just like I like the little chicken nuggets, little nugs. Can't, can't oh. mean, you can't go you can't go wrong with anything in Chick fil A in all honesty, but No. Are you a dipping sauce guy? No, more so just uh I don't think so. Just probably ketchup. That'd be it. Yeah, that's um, that. That's right on. That's right on point for you. Yeah, yeah. And you want to take a guess what my favorite ice cream flavor is? If you want, while you're at it, you just want to go at it. Mm, God, I'm gonna guess it's very similar to you, vanilla. Man, you're psychic. You're good. I mean, I'm a vanilla fan too, but I also coat it in chocolate sauce. Oh, yeah. See, I've done that before. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it like that. I know. I'm kind of a strange human being. I know that. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. How are you today, buddy? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm doing great. I mean, weekend was good. I watched you and I upset Drake in college basketball, which was awesome. You and I is actually starting to play kind of their best ball of the year, which will you want to see as we get closer to March. How, how are they in the hunt for um, the tournament? Uh, they're probably gonna have to win their conference tournament. They're probably gonna have to win the Missouri okay. Valley. Um, or not probably. They're definitely gonna have to win. Uh, they they start off the year kind of slow. Like they had some chances to get some quality wins early, and they just couldn't quite close the door on a few of them. And then as you get closer to, or as they've gotten into conference play, they've had some chances. They should have beat Drake at Drake, which would have been a massive win. And then spent a few other games that they just kind of let slip through the cracks a bit. So, but. All you got to do is win three or four games in Arch Madness next week, and yeah, then they're dancing. Nice. Which, they haven't been dancing since 2016, and I would rather not talk about that collapse of a NCAA tournament, because that, that went from the highest of highs for two straight games, and then to, honestly, the lowest of lows <laughs> when they blew a, was that a 14-point point lead with 40 seconds left against Texas a It was bad. It was really bad. Wow! Didn't realize it was that big of a blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it was bad. It 
But see, the previous two games, like in the Missouri Valley Championship game, my boy, Wes Washburn, hit a uh, buzzer beater to send him to the dance. Nice. And then after they almost blew a big lead, or they blew a big lead against Texas, uh, Paul Jesperson hit a half-court shot to advance them to the next round in the in the in their first game of the tournament. So, I mean, I guess in all in all, things kind of evened out, even though that it was painful. But <laughs> yeah, so that so that was so the you and I went over Drake was good, but probably my favorite part of the weekend, and I'm going to start off with this, was the NASCAR race on Sunday, because holy mother mercy. What a race at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, now, a couple years ago, Atlanta reconfigured their track. They basically tried to make it like a mini Daytona in Talladega. So a very fast super speedway where there's drafting and you need a lot of help to win. I hated that idea. Still kind of hate the idea. But Sunday's finish maybe kind of sort of opened up my eyes just a little bit. Um, there was a... If you've ever seen the movie Cars... You know, the first cars where in the uh, opening uh, race of the movie, it's the Kane, Lightning McQueen, and Chick Hicks all in a three-wide photo finish, you know, to decide who wins the championship. Well, um, minus Lightning McQueen sticking out his ton, we had that exact same thing happen on Sunday between Daniel Suarez, Kyle Busch, and one of my favorite guys, Ryan Blaney. Um, they were three, three wide, basically exiting turn four and had a drag race to the finish line. And Daniel Suarez got the win by about an inch, maybe two. Um, like, I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but i I watched the um, <laughs> I watched the replay of that finish, and it was pretty spectacular. Like, it made me almost want remember the days of when I was a NASCAR fan and how excited I'd have been to watch that. Yeah, and I, you know what? I saw it actually. It's actually gotten the finish has gotten a bunch of en- different engagements on social media. It was the number ten play on Sports Center, which is weird because I've seen other photo finishes actually be like number one. Hmm. Which so I, and I don't know why ESPN didn't have it higher because I thought it was freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, and again, I was even I've been smiling basically since that race, and my driver finished second. Like that's how awesome <laughs> of a race and all like insane of a finish it was because you just, you don't get that at all. I mean, I heard the um, like the telecasters or whatever, the announcers say that the difference between the first and the third place driver was point zero 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 zero. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I know. I'm just still speechless from it. It. It still two days later. It's. It's something that. It's special that it did happen. The only problem is that I worry NASCAR might try to create this at every track, which you can't have, because then it loses the, I don't know, basically loses the specialness of it. Right. The rarity of it. Um, but, yeah, what a race. And now now after two kind of drafting tracks, this weekend they go to Las Vegas, where you kind of more get to see a typical, your, your typical NASCAR race, where you're not going to have guys who are, literally nose to tail throughout the whole throughout the whole race and you're kind of going to get a better feel of who maybe the true contenders are as we get as we go on throughout the season how, how many races are there in the season 36 okay a long season it is a long season yep starts at valentine's day and ends veterans day wow yeah not roughly much those, for roughly those weekend no and then they have yeah, so they got basically have a three month off season, and then they have two weeks that they're off during the middle of the or during the year. And those okay. two weeks this year are uh, 
are because of the Olympics, because NBC broadcasts the second half of the NASCAR race, and obviously they broadcast like all the Olympics yeah. in the States here. So Interesting. Yeah. So Well, uh, yeah, the Olympics. Well, speaking of the Olympics, Spencer Lee is going to be hopefully competing for Olympic gold there this year, and he just uh, – he had his first um, international wrestling event sent in like eight years this last weekend because, uh, you know, he's been doing folk style and college wrestling and now he's, which is, he's great at, but his true calling is freestyle wrestling, which is what they do in the Olympics. And he wrestled for, uh, I think it was like 142 seconds. So just, just over two minutes in his quest for gold there. Uh, he teched his way through tech fault and won, won the gold. So he, he looked and it was the first time I've seen him in a long time without a knee brace on. So, so Co- Cody, he looks healthy. Yeah. Um, so was it just the championship match that lasted that longer? Was it all of his matches combined? All of his matches combined, Holy cow. which is, which he did have a first round by because he's Spencer Lee. And so it was only three matches, but still you're talking the best of the best in the world. And under a minute for each match. My gosh. Yeah, the first two were um, 35 and 32 seconds respectively. Damn, the guy so the third one, sweat. the third one uh, did go like a little over a minute, but, and he did give up two points. So, you know, he wasn't perfect, but Get good God, he looked that. good. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, that must have been pretty cool to watch, though. I mean, just, oh, it was. just, just watch him dominate like that. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. It's it's something spectacular. Like, just, just as I knew how good he – I don't understand freestyle as good as I do folk style, but, like, watching him, it's, it's poetry in motion. It's – So – What's the difference between freestyle and folk style? Because obviously I know nothing much about wrestling at all. So folk style is more like there's a lot more stuff like when you're on your – when they're on the bottom. There is no real bottom position in uh, freestyle. It's all takedowns. And then like once there's no more points being scored from there, they call it and they both go back up. So it's a lot more – and there's like pushouts and stuff like you, you, trying to keep it in the center of the mat. That's that the main difference, I guess. Um, and it's two, is it two three minute periods instead of? Yeah, it's something I, I one it didn't go long enough for me. I I haven't watched enough freestyle to know a lot, but I'm getting in more into it, especially because of Spencer Lee. I got you. I got you. Um, did I see right too? Was there kind of an upset on the college heart or in the college mat too? Well, there, there was a big upset. Well, I don't know how big it was, but it was two, two and three Iowa versus, uh, Okie state was the big, uh, and Iowa did have their number seven ranked, uh, Kelly Endo at 165 beat the number three guy from Okie state. Um, it was a really fun meet to watch and actually, it might have been the most watched college meet this year. Um, actually, the top three three Iowa meets were the three most watched 
meets this year, it was Iowa. I think it was Iowa. Okie state was one. Iowa Penn state was two and Iowa, Iowa state was three, which is wow. crazy. Cause I was, Iowa state was the first one ever on ESPN, but, um, good wrestling in that. Um, Iowa looked good from start to finish for the first time all year, which was exciting to see. They did throw um, our 184-pounder wrestled up against their uh, number two guy in the country. He's not our, he's a redshirting freshman, and Gabe Arnold is his name. And he put up a pretty good fight, but he did not win. And that, to me, tells me he's probably going to be redshirting they're probably not going to be putting him into the postseason and having him redshirt this year. Uh, ben Keeter, on the other hand, at 285, our heavyweight, he won against like the number 11 ranked guy. And he's the one that does, goes both ways, plays, goes both ways. He plays football and wrestles. Uh, he's only had three meets this year, not this, now four. I'm kind of wondering if they're going to pull his red shirt and have him wrestle or if they're going to, I hope not. Cause I think, um, he'd be better team wise next year, especially, uh, as some of the older guys graduate. I know like Kirk Vallette from Penn state is graduating this year. He's the number one ranked guy. Um, he's a senior. He, this should be his last year. So it would make more, and just to get Ben Keeter one year of college wrestling under his belt before he gets thrown into the mix at a nasty heavyweight. Gotcha. But um, there was a really bad. I hate Penn State with a passion. Um, respect them, hate them. But Carter Starachi for Penn State at one seventy four. Uh, he tech fault his guy in the first period, but. It came at a cost. He's a three-time national champ going for his fourth one this year. And he had to get helped off of the mat um, after he won because if you go back and watch the match, his kneecap was not where it was supposed to be. So there, from what I've seen, there's a chance he's going to wrestle the postseason. It's going to be – it would suck to see a guy like I, – I don't like him, but I respect him. And I don't want him to lose that way. Like he, he's a great wrestler, great college wrestler. He's gonna be good on the Olympics or like the the world wrestling. But um, I, I hope he can still. I don't want him to win a national championship, but I, I don't want that to be the reason he doesn't win a national yeah. championship. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Well, and. And then Spencer Lee, like, win what a natty on, like, no knees at all? Yeah, he won. Well, no, that was ACLs. Um, okay. Or, yeah. Spencer Lee lost his, basically his senior year because of injury. Like, okay. or his his final year in college. That was part of, big part of the reason that he lost was because he was not healthy. Okay. And, and that sucks. I got you. Um, so Cody, kind of sticking with the college theme here, as I mentioned with, you know, you and I getting ready to hopefully make their run in March Madness. Holy cow, this is going to be one unpredictable year again. Um, just on the, at least on the men's basketball side, because I thought UConn who won the national title last year was kind of just getting ready to steamroll their way through everybody. 
after because like a week ago they just kicked the living daylights out of Marquette, who was number four at the time. Um, and then they had to play at Creighton. Was it last yeah. last like Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that? And uh, yeah, Creighton steamrolled them. I think it's actually when we were recording this last week. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, I do remember you talking about that. Yeah. And then that same Creighton team that just beat the number one team in the country, they happened to lose to kind of a weak St. John's team at Madison Square Garden on Sunday. It's just, this has been one unpredictable year. And I don't, I don't know. I, I really, it's why I love the NCAA tournament so much because there's so much unpredictability. And I mean, you can maybe pencil in a couple teams that you maybe think we're going to be in there. But I mean, even like North Carolina, who I think is number seven, they're in the top 10 at some point or somewhere in the top 10. They don't look good. Like they can't just put away teams and they've even had trouble just well winning in general. It's, it's just been a weird year. But then that's what you love. I know just in sports in general is chaos. I mean, yeah. I, you talk about that all the time. You just want to see chaos, but, and that sounds like what you're going to get. Yep. Captain chaos here. Um, now there was also chaos on Saturday when Duke, who everybody loves to hate, unless if for some reason you're a fan of Duke, I don't still don't know why people are, but um, Duke was playing at Wake Forest, and Wake Forest upset Duke. Big win. And then their fans stormed the court and might or might not have injured Duke's best player, Kyle Kyle Filipkowski. Um, I think he, I, I don't think he seriously got hurt, but he might miss, I think they're, I don't know if they're playing tonight or tomorrow night, um, but might be missing their, or his start or he might be missing one start potentially. And I just, I still, I don't know where I fall on people being, or students being able to storm the court or storm the field in football. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I get it in some occasions, like when, when it's a humongous upset, like, like, um, one like Purdue beating Iowa a few years ago when Iowa was ranked number two yep. in the country, like especially with Purdue not being good that year, mm-hmm. like that makes sense to me. Storming the field, then um, you just see so many teams storming. It seems like almost a weekly occurrence of somebody storming the field for like a routine win or yeah, yeah like- it's a slight upset. Yeah, like for example, you and I beat Drake, who's number one in the Missouri Valley Conference over or on uh, Saturday night. And I think I saw their student section, which wasn't big to begin with, but their student section stormed, stormed the court. And it's like, what? Why? Drake wasn't even ranked. Like, what are we doing? Right. Like, I it can un- like I can understand for an in-state rivalry. Like, remember the kick six in the Iron Bowl? When- oh yeah. Do like, I remember the kick six? Yeah, okay, okay. Well, Anytime Alabama lost, I think I remember. That's true, that's true. <laughs> but that was number one versus number four, I believe. And, like, when you win a rivalry game, especially that rivalry game, in that way, and then fans were, like, I think they were falling in hedges, like, when they were running onto the field. It was, <laughs> that was insane. That one makes sense to me. That's, yeah. I mean, that, that sparked, was that... Did that spark Auburn going to the Natty that year? They didn't. They lost to Jameis. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Even that, that's a very, that's not a huge upset at that point, but that's a rivalry game. Rivalry games instill a level, and especially one of the top rivalry games in, in all the country. Exactly. Well, and the thing that worries me, though, 
and and this is where this is where I'm still on the fence because I understand. I mean, it's cool for the players or the athletes to be able to celebrate with their fans, but at the same point, we saw Caitlin Clark get mauled over by yep. by a fan. Um, you see more and more where fans think they can say whatever they want to the players when they're running on the court, and I don't know. Something's going to end end up with somebody getting punched. That's basically right. what it's going to end up with. The mental state of so many people in today's world just isn't good. I mean, look at all the all the things that are happening just watching the news. Yep. It it's a dangerous world we live in, and uh, letting people on the court with your athletes and passion and people's people's hearts are racing. I mean, people do stupid things. Yeah. Well, and, and especially with basketball, like men's basketball, to be precise, these are like 18, 19 year old kids. Like right. they're not, they're not mentally equipped to, especially after a big game like that. I mean, not that anybody's really mentally equipped like that, but they're really not mentally equipped to just getting like throwing every swear word in the book at them when they're right. trying to get off the floor. Um, they're, they're already like some of them are already just so distraught from losing, you know, so a lot of these kids aren't used to losing having come from when they're, when they're a college athlete like this, they've come from a program where they probably carried their team to a lot of victories. Yep. So it's, it's tough on people. Yeah. Um, so Cody, you know who also is tough on people? Leano Messi. Who? Yeah, he had a – so MLS started, I don't remember what day, but they're – I know Inter-Miami's Inter two games in. Most teams have played one so far. This is their opening week. Um, Inter-Miami won their first game 2 to nothing, 2 nil. I'm sorry for all you soccer pundits. I'm proud Football of you. talk. But we're talking about American soccer, right? I can call it soccer. Yes. Yes, you okay. can. Um, they won their first game 2-0. Um, and Messi had two assists in that game. And then I believe their second game, he had a late clutch goal to to draw. Um, I think it was... Look at you knowing soccer right? terminology. Well, I am watching Ted Lasso now, too. So okay. that's really helping. I okay. feel like I know as much about it as Ted Lasso, but... <laughs> That reminds me, have you dove in the second season yet? Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. I just got through the episode we were talking about earlier about uh, oh, Beard. It was great. Oh, 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 with him. Just the episode that was dedicated to him. Yep. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Anybody gets a chance, watch it. It's a great show. Yep, I know. And I think, because it's on Apple TV, I think it's one of those where if you sign up, you get a free, do you get a free trial? Free, free week, one week. Yeah. And you can easily binge watch that in a week. You can easily oh, easily. I got the first season done on the one night that my uh, wife and kids were out of town. So, yeah. So again, for anybody that hasn't, we highly recommend it. it it's <laughs> it's, awesome. it's fantastic show. Ted Lasso. Hey, Cody, Jason Sudeikis offsides? is nobody knows. Okay. Good. No, seriously, what is offsides? <laughs> Explain this rule to me. <laughs> I like it. There's so many rules about football that um, I didn't realize. Like different pitch are different pitches have different are different size like it, there's not a regulation size of pitch i must not have heard that part or that was in that um the episode where they were playing um manchester city in the fa cup 
Ted was talking about, like, this is where Queen played right over there. No, that's old Wembley. This is new Wembley. Like, huh. Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird sport. It, it's beautiful. I still don't understand it enough, but. um, So, kind of mistaken with the soccer theme. Oh, and I'm, I'm going with more of an international theme. So, the Formula One season starts up this weekend. Um, I know a bunch of people like are big into the drive to survive on, on yeah. Netflix and stuff. Well, I'm watching one of the or watching the latest season and uh, Ryan Reynolds and Ma- Robbo McElhaney, the owners of or the guys who wrecked them. Yeah, they actually bought a minority stake in I think it was the Alpine um, Formula One team, like a, oh, maybe wow. a 25 percent stake. I bet that's not cheap. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean. I would think they're probably making money off of Wrexham right now. Oh, um, it's help, it's help yeah, I mean, Wrexham is, well, they lost, or no, they didn't. Today they had a, um, they're playing kind of a bottom of the barrel team in the league too, and they gave up a goal three minutes in, um, and were le- losing 1-0 till it was either right before or during um, extra time they scored a goal to, for the equalizer. Look at that. More soccer terminology oh there. Gosh, Football. Football. Dang it. Um, I'm just so proud of you. And they had a, it was a one, one draw. So, I mean, that was good, but it's team. They probably should have beat up on. Um, I am learning a little bit more of like the, the strategy behind, behind it too. It's kind of things I would have never thought of. I would have thought, I always just thought it was people running around and trying to put the ball ball in the in the net, but <laughs> there's actually a strategy and just kind of like basketball and soccer or basketball and hockey all has that, and I just don't understand it enough to pick up on it, I guess yet. Hey, but much like Ted Lasso, you will eventually pick it up, don't you? Oh yeah, and I, I think as as the I'll probably watch a little bit more MLS as the season progresses. And I um, just, like I said, I've said before, I follow enough Dolphins um, beat writers that a lot of them write about Inner Miami, who happen to have the greatest player of all time on their team right now. And yeah. uh, so I'll probably start picking it up a little bit more. Yeah, I have. My cousin Talon is a big uh, Minnesota um, fan. I think it's Minnesota United. Minnesota United. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he is where I get uh, I get my soccer knowledge from. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I heard that uh, David Beckham got a lot of crap because he used the word soccer and, like, people blew up on him. <laughs> yes, Bex. Welcome to our side. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Like. That's what we like. Um, okay, now Cody. One thing that I do not like, I do not like watching the NBA. I'm going to be completely up and fr- up front with you. I know you don't either. Um, but holy cow, is their officiating a mess? It is. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. That, I mean, that seems to be across all sports because I, I think we've talked about it with football this year. I know I talked about it with wrestling. <laughs> it's it's been many sports, but like the professional ones, it should not be this big of a problem. 
Well, and the thing is with the NBA is that with the I think it's the ML, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL, all their officials are full time. They're not like part time employees like with the NFL. Is. So Stupid. I don't know how I don't know how they continue messing up every freaking time. Well, and there's no, there's no accountability at all. Like it's basically just they come out and say, "My bad," and then it's well on to the next game. Like Stupid. Um, last night. Uh, the Houston Rockets were playing the New York Knicks. Rockets were up one late. I think it was one eleven to one ten, and uh, there was a battle for a loose ball. Maybe about ten seconds left, under ten seconds left, and I think it was Dante Divincenzo of the New York Knicks came in and basically just tackled the guy from um, from the Rockets going for a loose ball. Should have been an easy foul. Instead, the ball then ends up getting scooted away. The Knicks pick it up. And um, one of their players, Josh, Josh Hart, ends up making a layup and gets fouled, and that's how they end up winning the game. Wow. Which, yeah. I believe, I mean, bringing tackling into basketball might make it watchable for me, but they haven't done it yet, so you probably called foul. Yeah, it was, my gosh, that was bad. It It's just like. I, I don't know. I just. I, I'm being. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but it's just like, what. What what are we doing? Right. Um. So yeah, that's kind of um, that, that. That's our NBA minute. Yeah, that's about all you're going to get from the NBA here. Which uh, bring me back. I I didn't really let you finish on what you were saying about um, F1. Was there any more to that with Rob McElhenney and and Ryan Reynolds buying part of the F1 team? No, that that's literally the only only little part that I saw. Um, okay. It, it, or they didn't really go full in depth. Uh, Ryan Reynolds said, uh, just made this nice little joke about, yeah, no, it's good to actually be in a uh, little docu-series that's not about not following him. Um, but, yeah, no, not, nothing nothing too nothing too much to it. Yeah, I don't know how... No, I will say that, like, watching... I've watched a little bit of uh, F1, which it's actually not a bad watch because it's... It doesn't take a whole day <laughs> like the, it it goes pretty quick and yeah the races can only be a maximum of two hours once they start right that's that's not bad and usually it's like bright and early in the morning because they try to accommodate to the u.s viewership so and you just know that max Verstappen's gonna win most of them so well, it's not really yeah <laughs> and um, um breaking news for anybody they've had their preseason testing already yeah he's good he's gonna win a lot more again yeah, like I think he's he, good. I think he was one and a half seconds faster than everybody else. And don't get me he's wrong, good. Max is very good. Part of that is also red, the, the Red team. Bull racing red team Bull. that he yeah that he races for. They're also very good, and their car is like heck. I think Cody, you and I could hop in one of those cars and probably at least get a top five. Nice. Let's try it. Okay. Let's, let's, let's call us call, Red Bull. Have your people call our people. Yeah, yeah. Christian Horner, get it. Get on the <laughs> get on the phones with us. Of course you know that. I guess you do watch the show, so that might help. Yeah. But, and I will say, I mean, that uh, Netflix series has done a good job of promoting Formula One. Oh, yeah. It's just, and uh, the announcers, honestly, they they do a good job of making anything seem interesting when Verstappen's winning by, like, 40 seconds. Like, they'll make a pass for ninth seem like it was a pass for the win. Um, which but, is what they're they're supposed to do. I mean, yeah. and it, that stuff is important. 
Yeah, but <laughs> I but I did see something where I think the NASCAR race on Sunday featured more passes than like the F one season, like the last like five F one seasons combined have seen. Wow. Yeah. You were telling me about a four wide spot and like a place that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, back to the cup race. Uh, this is probably about thirty laps ago or something in that ballpark. And Austin Sindrick made some ballsy four wide move where in a spot where two by two is sketchy, three by three is you're testing your luck, and four going four wide is basically you're asking to wreck. And they didn't somehow, some way. It's why they're the best drivers in the world. But yeah, absolute insanity. Do you think NASCAR drivers are better than like Formula One or? Um, yes, I, I honestly think they do. Think they are. Indy. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, just because with F1, don't get me wrong, those guys are very good, but just a lot of it is strictly the car. Like you're only as good as your car. Where okay, that's kind of the case in NASCAR. But at the same point, the driver can make it, up a lot of deficiencies. It used to not be. Yeah. Um. But I mean, because you see guys from IndyCar or from F1 have kind of, have tried to do NASCAR. And it doesn't it doesn't work out well. But can you say the other the uh, opposite? Like guys from NASCAR have gone and well now like the best case I can not... is probably Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson of late. But Jimmy okay. passed his prime. Um, but I mean Jimmy on ovals wasn't bad. Jimmy on road courses sucked, but he sucked on road courses in the Cup Series anyway. Okay. Um, what about now... Danica? <laughs> yeah, Danica was an IndyCar driver before she went to Cup and. Don't no, she she's evil. So don't don't even get me started on her. Don't don't even. I want to. Yeah. Again, for everybody listening who does not know, Danica Patrick, very evil lady, very two faced, very different how she is on TV. I I, mm-hmm. I know from I've heard stories. It's not good. Well, that's does that have anything to do with your uh, love affair of Aaron Rodgers? No, and all honestly, no. Okay. No, no, Danica's she, she's she's certifiably nuts. Also known as a woman. Moving I'm sorry, on from <laughs> moving on from there. Um, so let's see. Oh, and then uh, uh, so I guess uh, there was a rumor that you showed me over the weekend that uh, one Rory McIlroy might maybe kind of sort of maybe be leaving for the Live Golf Tour, maybe. Yeah, um, I've heard rumors of anywhere from seven hundred and fifty million to nine hundred and fifty million for him to wait. What? What? Join Live, which um, that's an astronomical amount of money. Like that's fu money in any way, shape, way, shape, or form. And Rory has a lot of that to begin with already. He does, but uh, I don't know. Your principles, you can stand on them for a long time, but they start throwing almost a billion dollars at you. Uh, Wait, did you say billion with a B? Yeah. With a B. That'd be yeah. pretty tough to uh, say no to. Yeah. I, I just... Which, I, it'd be so weird just because of the, he was like one of the most outspoken, if not the most outspoken person against the live tour. Yeah. And I just, I wonder how his relationship with Ti- with Tiger would change if he left. Yeah. Because I saw an interview that John Rahm did with Marty Smith of ESPN for, on SportsCenter on Sunday. And Rahm um, said that when he was 
announced that he was going to the live tour. I think he texted with Rory and Rory told him good luck. The like the whole spiel, like he, yeah, like he, he totally Con- understood. Congrats done, you know, yeah. getting your bag. Um, yeah. and then Rom tried, uh, texting tiger and he tried reaching out to tiger's people and he heard nothing. Crickets. Yeah. So, oh boy, if Rory were to leave, oh, because his relationship with Tiger's good. It's very good. Yes. They're, yep. The only other person I can think of that's got a better relationship with him on the tour, at least, would be JT. Yep. But, so. Yeah, losing losing Rory would be a, it, that, would, that would be a big loss for the PGA. It's a big loss. But, like, why are they losing? Aren't they supposed to be working together somehow? Like, so why are people still leaving? And, like, this whole situation with Liv and um, the PGA makes absolutely no sense to me because, like, they're supposed to be trying to get together to find equal ground and make the sport of golf better. Yeah. Well, and the, the problem is... And the they're PGA, dividing it more. The PGA is run by run by a clown show with, I mean, Jay Moynihan, and I don't know if he's still running or if he had to step down, but it's, they just, there's no sense of direction at all. And it's right. just where the and where you have the um the live tour which is backed by the Saudis who can just keep funneling money. That's but yeah, there's not there's not organization to that. There's just money being thrown at it. Yeah, which I mean, and again, some guys you just you give them that special dollar amount, and it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll yeah. come play. Yeah, like I like the guys that have honestly said like the reason I'm in it is because I can play golf. I have to play golf less, and I make more money. Yep. Like, and Rom came out and said that in that interview with uh, Marty Smith is he said, I mean, yeah, I get, get paid to work less and get to spend more time get, with my family. So yeah. Get paid more to work less. Yeah. Hard to pass that up. Yeah. Unless you're trying to be like one of the greatest of, in the world. Like it, it depends on what your mindset in is in it because like for legacy wise, you have to stay in the PGA. Exactly. Well, in, Again, the PGA, it, you still have these, you have these awesome stories that the Live Tour doesn't have because I don't, I can't remember the name of the guy that won over the weekend that won the PGA Tour Mexico Open, but like a year or two ago, he was working as a bouncer at a nightclub, just trying to earn money to keep his, so he could keep trying, keep his PGA Tour card and keep trying to keep that dream alive. And now he wins this weekend or this past weekend and he gets a ticket to Augusta and, uh, at the end of March. And then I think he's exempt on the PGA on the PGA tour events through 2025, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, you, these are the cool stories that you just, when you, when you just give people all their money, it's just like, you don't have these anymore. Right. And what stories are you hearing from live? Uh, um, I don't, I don't hear much Taylor other Gooch, than Taylor Gooch wants to have an asterisk. If Rory completes the career grand slam, that's what he wants that. And they have, um, Anthony Kim playing golf for the first time in 11 years. Yeah. 10, 11. I, mean, I don't really, I mean, I, I don't Those know are the storylines you're hearing from that. I don't hear I don't, much about Liv. And I don't know why people are making that as big of a storyline because he's been, he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't played. He just kind of quit 12 years ago. So I think like what I'm saying is that, that that's a storyline because they have no storylines. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing exciting about it. Um, I know, I know Catlin's going to say that we're anti-live guys, which I am. I, mm-hmm. but that's well, it's little... not because I don't know. I think he's just chaos. Um, okay, that's fair. Or just trying to upset us. But I think 
that um, I'm only anti-live because I want the best golfers to play together. I just that yeah, more it than can't become year. Yes, I want the best of the best competing against each other because that's where greatness is earned. Well, I like one of, <laughs> one of the my favorite golf memories wasn't even a major. Um, I think it was a couple years ago that uh, Dustin Johnson and John Rahm were playing. Shoot, I don't even know where in the heck they were playing, but. It, they were within like a stroke of each other battling for the win coming down the 18th hole. And I think uh, DJ had to hit some mass, like insane double breaking putt to like force it into a playoff. And then when they get to the playoff hole, um, Rom had that exact same putt basically to win and he made it. And it, like I said, it was, it was an insane one where it, I think it started breaking out all the way to the right and then it would come back, cross the hole, come back left and then sink back right and into the hole. And it was like nuts. And but again, yeah. you don't you don't get that for the most part now because I mean the fields on both sides are just kind of diluted. Yeah. It, it's it's just not good for the sport of golf. It really isn't. No, even though that, again the whole basis of these guys joining live was they quote unquote wanted to grow the game of golf, and I'm still waiting for that part to grow. But like, yeah, how do you how do you get into to live? By being, yeah, like, there's not like people are winning college to go to live. They're, you know, they're not doing good in college to get to the live. They'd have to, they have to make a name for themselves in the, in, in PGA and then wait until they give them a lot of money. Or I have, I have seen that they've been getting a lot of people from overseas. Like that's been their big, their big guys that they've been going for. Like these guys who are maybe close to qualifying for the DP tour, the European tour. Okay. And they kind of steal them that way. Um, but yeah, it's just, I did, I did see another name to watch for live trying to steal is, uh, Hideki. I saw that too, which I don't, that would be interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, cause again, Hideki has it where he just, he, he, he just goes on a heater for, for a tournament, but that's about it. Like he's not going to yeah. rattle off like three, four, five straight wins. So I, I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah. So Cody, we touched on a lot of different sports. We did. So I, I'm actually kind of proud of ourselves. I, I, I guess I got to ask you if there's one sport we haven't touched on yet. Um, do you want to talk about football? I thought you'd never ask. Oh boy. Um, so we're getting, you know, this week's NFL Combine, you're hearing people, I mean, it's tra- also known as trade rumor season because yeah. what else do people have better to say? Also, I want to say, I did see something funny today. Um, Brian Gutekunst, the Packers GM, was talking, and I think he was asked a question about if the Lions were going to be his, or if they had a plan for trying to chase down the Lions or something along that line, or how they were getting ready to pass the Lions. And uh, Gutekunst basically responded with, um, yeah, we don't hang division championship banners around here. Nice. Because in Green Bay they don't. We hear in world champion uh banners. So I like again I like it. I like I like a little little bit of a shot. I mean I don't I don't have a problem with people hanging division championships. I have a problem when they put like uh playoff appearance, whatever, but Or like the Colts did AFC finalist in twenty fourteen. Yeah, 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 that was pretty dumb. Yeah. 
Um, so I think the biggest You're just question... biased. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, that's uh, that's 100% just biased. Like any yeah. other team that wouldn't matter to you at all. It still might. I, I don't, I don't get the division championship banners. I really don't. It's like, I saw, I've, I've seen Vikings fans wearing division champion hats and stuff. And it's just like, what? Yeah. Why? I mean, I know you have nothing better else to wear. Like, but it's just like, I've why? also seen Iowa fans wearing big 10 East champions or big. Oh my gosh. No, or you, why would you want to celebrate winning the big 10 East? Like why? It's so right? bad. It'd be like somebody, it'd be like Bucks fans. Getting an NFC South champion shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which I might do just like as a a fan of the Dolphins. Like I could get an NFC South or South champs shirt. That'd be funny. Oh my gosh. But um, um yeah, it's just trade and rumor season. Um, well, and it all starts with when the heck is smoke the Bears screens? Do? Well, smoke screens. What are the Bears going to do? What what do you do? I I say, if it was me as the GM of the Bears, I keep Fields and I'm building. I'm trading that number one pick away, getting a mother load and building my team up the right way. Mm-hmm. Building the trenches, get them some weapons. They I don't know what they have for cap space, but they sign some. They have a lot. Sign some free agents. Get some people. I, I think there's gonna be there's got to be some wide receivers that want to play with Justin Fields. I don't. You would think so. And I mean, you already got DJ Moore. You can maybe trade away that first pick, and then heck, at wherever the heck you trade down to, you probably can get uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe. Yeah. Or with, at least at the, with the fourth pick. So there's your one-two combo that you can build for ages. Yeah. And, that I mean, Marvin Harrison's gonna be a stud. Um, personally, I'm hoping the Bears trade fields because I think he still can be good. I know we've talked about this at nauseum yep. before, but um, I just want him gone. I want him out of the division, and I want the Bears to just keep doing what the Bears do and being stupid. Yeah, yeah. I they're they're gonna get no matter what they do, they're gonna get looked at like they were wrong right away. But I think the wrong, and I I don't think that they're gonna make the decision I want them to. I think they're trading it away, making Caleb. They're going to be picking Caleb Williams, number one. It's not like a. It's going to be a setback to their to them, but they don't develop quarterbacks there, and it, it's just having the quarterback isn't isn't their problem. Isn't quarterback their problem is the rest of the team beyond quarterback. Well, I mean, Fields is lucky he hasn't died half the time throughout the year because their offensive line is just atrocious. And it's just, in like, and like you said, when was the last time the Bears had a good quarterback? Jay Cutler? You said good, right? Yeah. Uh, Jim McMahon? What was good, right? Sid Luckman? Sid Luckman <laughs> might be the last one that yeah. I can think of. Like, it, and it's just, it's what impatient organizations do so much, is that they move off a guy the second they don't, like, and even if it's not even his fault. And it's what, if I'm a Vikings fan, what I'm worried what they're going to do is they're going to let Kirk walk, and then they're going to rush whatever quarterback they might even trade up to draft. You know, that their offensive line needs work, their back end of their defense needs work. Um, they're going to trade up and get, like, J.J. McCarthy, and they're going to feed him to the Wolves, and it's not going to go well. 
and then they're going to set their franchise back. Yeah, which please or please or please set back please. his set back his development. Like you're looking at a guy that has potential. You're in the same division as a quarter a team that has been doing it with quarterbacks for decades now the right way, where they let them sit and learn. Look at the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, multiple of them sat. The greatest quarterback in the league right now sat for a year. You've got the most one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time sat for what four years? Aaron Rodgers. He started his fourth. Yeah. I mean, it's worked. It's it, it used they used to do it all the time. They've gotten away from it and. Quarterbacks don't last as long. Quarterbacks, there aren't a lot of long-term quarterbacks. Look at one of the greatest quarterbacks that didn't sit that came up was Andrew Luck. How long did he last? Shoot, six years, seven years? Because he was murdered week yeah. in and week out by def- defenses. They, He was, to me... He could have been a Hall of Famer. He should have been a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer probably, but he doesn't deserve it in my opinion now. Had he played a few more years, I think he should have rightfully got it, but no way to save that for sure. But um, they they just rush people on the field and instead of building a whole team. It, it's They're trying to put everything on the quarterback, and there are 11 guys out there on the field at a time. There is... 40, 53 guys on a roster, what, 50 starting every week? Or 50 that come to every game, is it? 46. 47. Yeah, 46. Or okay. 47 if you have the quote-unquote emergency. Emergency quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Like, it is not a one-player sport. It is 11 on 11 every down. Now um, – Cody, one thing that I will say, and this is probably the biggest beneficiary to Green Bay. Remember, they're the only team in all the major sports we don't have an owner. Yeah. So there's no there's no voice from above that's coming in and saying, yeah, um, yeah, you got to put that guy on the field like now, a la like a Jerry Jones or any of the McCaskies, you know that. I don't know which, I think the Virginia or whatever that she, the one that runs it, I don't think she really even knows what's going on. But, um, it's just that is a good point. Yeah, we like just the way the Packers are structured. Their system allows it for okay. We're gonna bring in this guy, and he's not gonna start right away. He's just gonna. We just have the power where it's how it's how they do things. And I will say, like I remember Miami was planning on doing that with Tannehill, mm-hmm. um, but because they had David Garrard, and he had yeah. won the starting position, and then he got hurt, and then they're like, well, it's either. Tannehill or Matt Moore. So they threw him. And then with Tan, they should have I, they should have done it with Tua. They did it kind of half-ass, did it with Tua, with letting him sit for a few games behind uh, the old Fitzmagic. But that was a whole weird situation, and I think that set him back. I mean, it, it took McDaniel coming in for him to really look as good as he has. And remind me again, what, what happened in that situation? Like, did Fitzpatrick get hurt, or did he just get benched? No, he got benched. Okay. They were playing pretty decent at the time, and he got benched. Okay, I got It was you. weird. 
yeah. I, again, all these teams, I mean, you look at the Chiefs, like we, like you said, they let Mahomes sit for basically a year. Um, he had to start the last game of his rookie season, but that's because they had yeah. everything blocked up. They didn't want to get Alex Smith hurt. But And then when they reached about their ceiling that they could with Alex Smith, they said, okay, Patty, we'll give you Andy Reid. It's time. Yep. Um, and yeah, a lot. And again, uh, all these other teams are just like, nope, we're throwing you to the, we're throwing fire to the wind right now. Yep. Let's let's just hope it doesn't work. or hope it works. And if it doesn't, you're out. We're going to find somebody else. Like there's there's only a few quarterbacks in the league that at a time, maybe one or two at a time, that can put a whole team on their back and win it all. Mm-hmm. I mean. There's a stat about no quarterback up until Patrick Mahomes has ever won a Super Bowl while they carry more than 13% of the team's um, salary cap. Uh, and it, Patrick Mahomes has like 32% of theirs and wins multiple Super Bowls. But he's the exception. He's not the rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, that, that, that boy's he's Superman. He's good. Yeah. Um, but now sticking in Superman's division here, um, if you're Denver, what do you do? Like, let's say if you let Russ walk, what do you do? You, they, they won too many games to get a good quarterback right away. I don't know what they have for draft capital because they're paying, I mean, and they're paying, they're paying Russ a lot either way. Yeah. I mean, I think, Play they or not. Their, I think they still have their first round pick. Do they? I don't think I don't think they gave because I think they're finally paid off the rust trade. I think that's done. Okay. Um, well, but I I think they're in a situation they have to keep Russ. <laughs> he doesn't have to be their starter. They, they make him into um, who was it that the um they traded they the Seahawks had taken from the Packers. Oh oh oh, uh, Matt Flynn. Yeah, make him their Matt Flynn like. Draft well, somebody was, else. Flynn was going to be the starter. I mean, he did. Right. He signed, yeah. And then, then they and then Ross. <clears throat> draft somebody else and let him compete. Let him actually compete. Not, well, he's our $800 million man. He's, he's the starting quarterback no matter what. No, let him, let him go compete. Let, if somebody beats him out, they get the starting position. Well, and then competition so- can, might help him competition sometimes is good for people believe it or not um and since taking in that division like the raiders i think they won too many games down the stretch too what do you that's true like at this point i really don't know what you do unless if like if the bears get rid of justin fields i mean it's an arms race for him i've heard Jameis wants to be a starter which Jameis in atlanta or Jameis in vegas would be fun dude Jameis almost anywhere is fun yeah that's true well, yeah, just put, give like, him like a weapon or two. Like he, he's fun to watch, man. Yeah. Well, put him on a. Co- I just want him on a coast where they can, where he can sponsor a crab leg company. <laughs> like well, Maine, dude. Well, put him in New England. Well, he can go to Atlanta. I heard they have uh, they have some clubs down there that he could he could join. Heck yeah. Um, because oh boy, can you imagine him with uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson? Oh Atlanta? my gosh, that'd, be, that'd fun. be fantastic. I know. Atlanta, please do that. We just want fun. Oh, yeah. Well, and then like, um, uh, okay. I do think I do think it's kind of funny that like I just kind of went on a spiel about how it's eleven people playing um, on a side at a time, 
And yet, here we are talking about quarterback play mostly. <laughs> well, because the quarterback's the only player that gets to touch the ball every play. Uh, yeah, my, it, my, yeah. My, I'm my, not saying that they're. Yeah, they're they are the most important player on the field, yeah. without a doubt. But they they put too much and take they put too much on them so many times. But yeah, well, and the thing is, the way the NFL is structured nowadays, and the way the game is called, the game is played. You can't be like the Ravens of 2000 or the Buccaneers of 2002 where you have Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson quarterbacking your teams and expecting to win. Or like the Bears of 05 where somehow Rex Grossman got you to the Super Bowl. Right. Loss, but still. You have to be... Or 06, sorry. Above average quarterback at least with a team. Brock Purdy? You have to be an average quarterback <laughs> with <laughs> dude. He he made some throws though. I, I know he did. I, I just want I just want to see your reaction. <laughs> that, that's the only reason why I said that. Jared Goff. I think that that quantifies us above average. I think. I would think so. Like dude, he. I mean, I don't know who I'd put as my like average, borderline average quarterback right now. It used to be Kirk Cousins. Like honestly, stats wise and everything. Yeah. Wins yeah. Wise, he. But no, it's not Kirko anymore. No, he's above. He's definitely above. Average, average. That's actually a good question. That is. Gino? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. See, th- this is like what me and your talks are every day at work. Yeah, and we're just we just ramble. It it just, yeah. it, it just generates to this. That's um, People didn't believe we were going to start a podcast, but well, by the way, week 17 this is, right? This is our 17th yeah. episode. We almost made it a full NFL season. Yeah, well, <clears throat> there was a perfect season that ended at 17. We're not uh, ending, though. Yeah, no. We're never we're never going to, because we're always perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um, But, yeah, I, I, and, I mean, if you're Seattle, do you draft a quarterback? Maybe? Like... Yeah, there there was a big drop off from last year, from the year before to this year, and you're getting you have a new head coach, new yeah. new coaches like to have their own guy in there. And then I, I'm going to throw one more team out there for you. If you're New Orleans, I think you have to look at drafting a quarterback soon because, um, well, Derek Carr's not getting any better, any no. younger, and your salary cap situation is still awful from holding on to the Drew Brees dream for as long as they did. Like they yeah. they had to restructure even more contracts. <laughs> that they're going to have to start cutting more people, and they just keep kicking that can as far as it'll go yep. down the road. Eventually that credit card's going to come due, and uh, yeah, that's going to be bad. I know. But, well, yeah, they that, That's what scares me of what – hopefully the Packers are able to start shredding some cap. Like, as much as I love David Bakhtiari, Big 69 will always be in my heart. It's just – sometimes it's it's just time. Go Go be a Jet, buddy. Yeah, he. Yeah, it's the writing's on the wall. I just, I hope we can trade him and then get something for him that way. But yeah, we we know Aaron's probably. I don't know. He might be in this darkness retreat again. I don't know. I haven't heard much from him. That's before, true. I haven't. But. It's been nice. Other other thing. Other news I've seen is like, you don't know what to believe this time of year because, like we said, it's all smoke and mirrors, and it's usually if they're saying this, it's sleight of hand like look over look over here while we do this under the table but i did see something about uh Devonte adams is not getting traded anywhere but at the same time i just saw that kyler murray is the starting quarterback of the or is the 
future quarterback of the Cardinals. He's their he's their guy, much like they did with Chosen Rosen. Yeah, I wonder where, what's he doing now. I wonder. I don't know. Actually, I'll look because um, I'm I'm actually very curious about this. But I liked him. I don't see. I I didn't think Rosen was that bad. He just went to Arizona, where they've never had an offensive line, and he can't move to begin with. No. They gave him Steve Wilkes, which Wilkes did a good job in Carolina um, last year as interim head coach, but it's just, it was a bad situation. And that's half the time what happens with a lot of these yeah. guys who get picked high. Um, but, and, and with the Devontae Adams stuff, I will believe it when I see it. Right. Like I said, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Like, it'd be not smarter than to get rid of him, but at the same time, if he wants out, is he going to play for you? Um, um, hey, quick, quick thing about Rosen. So the last known thing that he did was in December of 2022, he was signed to the Vikings practice squad. Interesting. That's it. Other than that, I don't think anybody knows. Wow. He's probably hanging out in that pool that he had in his college dorm. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh boy, hey, Cody again! I know, I, I know, I mention this every week. We're getting closer, buddy. Speaking of college, we're getting Ooh, closer. That reminds me. Uh, I did see. Um, speaking of college quarterbacks, um, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time did say that he wants to be cast in the sequel of Blue Mountain State. Who's that? Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football. Oh, he did. Yeah, he said he'd like to be in it. Well, so I might have to watch Blue Mountain State to begin with then. Dude, it's fantastic. Okay, that's good enough. That's good enough. Because I think, I might have seen this in college with one of my roommates. Kim if it was Colin, if it was Kevin. But uh, I think I saw the last episode, or maybe the last part of the last episode of the series finale. Okay, well, they had a they had three seasons, then they did a movie. Okay, or maybe it was a movie. I don't know. I saw the last part of something. Okay. Good show. It's kind of stupid, but fantastic. And I think that's what a lot of us sports people like, though. We like stupid stuff. <laughs> yep. Let's see. What else is there in the NFL world? In all honesty, it's just... Well, I got one more thing. This is semi-NFL, semi-college. Did you say that Eric Bannamy is now going to be an offensive coordinator at UCLA? No, I did not. Yeah. So, this guy goes from being the OC with the Chiefs. With Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, he's basically set there to be there until, heck, he's probably going to be given the keys of the car once Andy Reid decided yep. he wanted to retire. And then he left to go to Washington because he kind of had to try to prove it on his own, I guess. And he actually, Washington's offense wasn't bad last year with Sam. No. Well, now in the in all with all the head coaching openings and all the different other offensive coordinator openings, Eric Bannamy, he's not working in the pros anymore. He's going back to college. Well, didn't UCLA's head coach go? Who was there? That was Chip Kelly. That was Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Trying to Where'd he go? Um, he went to, on. which is weird. Like he went from a head coach to he went to be like an offensive coordinator or something. Yeah, at Ohio State in the or NFL. The Ohio State. Sorry. At, yeah. Sorry. He I, took I, a. Yeah. He took a downgrade, which. Which and I don't know. Maybe he's going to use this as a reverse <laughs> stepping stone, or maybe he's just thinking, "Hey, maybe Ryan Day will get fired, and then I can just get, I'll get the job there." Dude, if you, if Ohio his State days at Michigan again, yeah, he's done. 
His days at Oregon were so good, though. I know. I mean, he had the up-tempo offense before anybody had the up-tempo offense, and anybody had an answer for the up-tempo offense. It was fantastic to watch. Good football. And then even his first, like, what, couple years with Philly were good? Yeah, and then, yeah. And then they weren't so good. And then he went to San Francisco for the one year, and that really wasn't good. Huh. Yeah. But, yeah, so now the enemy's back in back at college, and who knows, maybe... Maybe he's just destined to be a college coach. Maybe, maybe that's where it's going to end up being. But, like, I would have thought UCLA being in the Pac-12 or... Soon to be right? Big Ten. Big 20. Soon to be Big... At the time, big, but... Big, big 40. Yeah. Which, yeah. that's... We're going to be talking about that again soon, because that's rumored to be, be being expanded again. Yeah. With, Wait, you're yeah. About the Big Ten? The Big Ten or the college football playoff? Big Ten. I saw rumors of Big Ten. The college football playoff, already talking about getting expanding that. The Big Ten and the SEC are also was it SEC also trying to take some more ACC schools or oh gosh no Big I Twelve did. they were talking I saw um God, I saw a rumor on Okie State and somebody else going to the Big Ten shoot so we're just gonna end up with two mega conferences in our yeah. Eventually. Which are then going to get broken down into like eight mini conferences or mini divisions yep. that are going to, I don't know. I'm just going to go out of limb here. I'm going to say we're going to, let's say we're going to have a Pacific division. I, I, again, it's a, and, and let's just say they're going to play the winner of the Midwest, the winner of the Midwest division. And let's just say they'll play in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl. Ooh, that'd be a good idea. I know. I know. It's Groundbreaking just, stuff here. I know. I don't know why it just came to me now. Um, I did see two. So this, um, speaking of, we'll go back to cultural football quick. They just implemented the official format for the new cultural hole playoff. It's called a five plus seven where you get five automatic bids. And then the next seven are your, like your seven best Top. teams. Yep. Um, now I did see though, in and how they do the playoff format is the top four teams all get buys onto the next round. Um, I did see though that if Notre Dame, even if they go undefeated, they cannot be one of the top three seeds. The best seed they can be is number four. Interesting. They're trying to force their hand into joining a conference. Come on, Notre Dame. You have to do it. It's time. It's it is time. Game. Especially now that the Big Ten has part of – they have a deal with NBC anyway. So just just come on just, for fun. It, it makes the most sense for them to be in the Big Ten. It really does. Except they're in the ACC for every other sport. So, I mean, they could just go there too. But the ACC is a dying breed anyway. It's going to die. Yeah. The ACC won't be around long. So just just join the Big Ten. Do what I used to do in NCAA 14 when, you know, you could reorganize conferences and stuff. Just just come on over to the Big Ten. We've got to count down till college football comes out. It's kind of fun seeing players uh, put I'm in. Yeah, I, saw I just that. saw um, I saw some Iowa players did that. Caden uh, Proctor did, I saw. Yeah, that was, that was one, and so did uh, Caden McNamara. Nice, nice. I'm just the only thing that I'm sad about those two things. One, it doesn't sound like there's going to be FCS teams in the game, which mm. we'll get you and I in the game eventually. So that means my cousin Garrett won't be in the game for his last year, and then the game's coming in out one year too late. So my cousin Clayton can't be. Clayton in the game. couldn't be in it. Yeah, so I couldn't make that him sucks. a Heisman Trophy winner at Troy. I'm sorry, Clay. But but if um you said didn't you say like if the the person that is playing in his position basically does not want to be in the game? Did they go based on the last, like, 10 years of that position? No, I didn't see that. 
oh, I thought something they they take like the the average height build, like to take the average of that position for the last like ten years and oh, make a okay. generic character from that. So okay. it'd be like one tenth of, or one one quarter, basically. Clayton, that'd be kind of nice. cool because <laughs> he was and there for what three years. Yes, to my knowledge, yes. Um, but I just I don't know why kids want to be in the game. I really don't. At this point, you're part of a new generation of, of again, like, college football gamers. It's just how many people built put themselves in the game anyway. Like exactly. I always did when I was a I, kid. I always, I always did too. I was always a five foot nine quarterback. I made myself grow. Now to six, I wouldn't be. I made myself grow to six three. Just gotta, gotta be perfect. <laughs> gotta be perfect on the court, or perfect height for the quarterback. Because you know, because then you could always import your player to Madden and stuff oh, yeah. there for the superstar. Did it all. Good times. We're getting closer, buddy. We're getting closer. Can't wait. And again, and you know, when you got to do the creative player like that, sometimes you just, you felt, you felt like Superman. Like I said with Mahomes earlier, you felt like a superhero. And Well, let's, that is let's a, just lead right into that. That is a perfect transition to our weekly top five brought to you by Lick Take Lawn Care, which are we going to start mowing lawn soon? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This is working. There's supposed to be a, um, like I said, the snowstorm tonight ish maybe okay. it's been windy I, I did know that. and it's dropping down to like 11 tonight yeah bring down the cold water for like one day oh okay oh, well again springtime doesn't start until this year doesn't start till easter which is the end of march because <laughs> that's when the masters is that's when springtime officially starts for all those fair track. um but i always but, took state wrestling as my sign that spring was coming so i'm okay, okay. with that so it's kind of like Game of Thrones, winter is coming, but then they come. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, so yeah, so back back to our top five here. As we, as, we get, as we get off top again. Our top five this week, and we just kind of pulled this out of thin air. Top five superheroes. Cody, I'll let you leave right. off because I have no clue where I'm going with this. I, I'm not. I'm going to have to kind of shoot. I have my top three picked out. Um, whew. Let's see. My number five. I'm gonna go with Iron Man. Okay. I like it. Full Tony Stark. I like it. Yeah. Like the. I loved. I loved uh, the Iron Iron Man movies were probably some of my favorite superhero movies. Okay. Oh, that's good. I'm. I think I've only watched part of maybe the original Iron Man. I don't. I'm, I'm not big in like because that's part of the Marvel stuff, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Okay, that actually just gave me an idea, but um, for going down the road here. So my number five, I'm gonna go with a comp. It, it, it's a duo here, and it's a duo to my young heart. I'm gonna go with Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy off of SpongeBob because I love SpongeBob so much. It, that's where I'm going. They they protect ne- Bikini Bottom. That's where I'm going. Never watched it. Never seen an episode. Well, you're missing out, Cody. You're missing out. You, I honestly think I you would, because you have, because you can pick up on the like adult jokes that they throw in there. I think you really would love it. I, I eventually think my kids will watch it, but like we're not letting them yet. So okay, just make sure they're watching the earlier episodes. SpongeBob, the new ones are all stupid. Oh God, I gotta get, I gotta get thinking number four here. Um, okay. My number four. I'm gonna go with Venom. He's kind of an anti-hero. Okay, what's he from? 
Fill, fill me in. What's he from? Venom. Oh, that's he's in. Okay. I mean, he. I think he's Marvel because I think he fights with or against Spider-Man at some point. Oh, okay. He's kind of. Tom Hardy was in the latest movie with him, as him. Okay. He's kind of yeah. He's like a dark anti-hero type of guy. Okay, I gotcha. Um, number four. I'm gonna keep it simple. Batman. Nice. No, 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 Batman. Nice. Yeah. But that's all I need to say. All right. Um, number three, I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Ooh. Can't go wrong with old Spidey. No. Now, what, now, which, which Spidey? Like, like, if you, like, have you seen all the newer Spider-Man movies that came out? Okay. Yeah, I'm. I I do I like the oh I can't remember his name I can't remember their names my favorite ones were the Tobey Maguire ones yeah those Same. were my I mean that might have had something to do with my crush on Kirsten Dunst though I'm not positive nice but I also like the the newest ones um what's that guy's name kid's name he was oh, a really uh, good one his name's in Zendaya uh Tom Holland is that who it is Tom Holland I do like his they're pretty yeah. good okay okay. And the newest one where, or the, I don't know if it's the newest one where it had Tom Holland, uh, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. That was pretty good too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the. Honestly, after Spider Man Three, the last one with Toby, I haven't seen yep. any of them. Um. Let's see, number three for me, I'm gonna keep it kind of. Again, I have, I have a young heart. At least I like to think so. Give me Mister Incredible. Nice. Incredibles. It's a good one. I would love to have that type of super strength. That would be cool. Even better than Superman. <laughs> I do not have Superman on my list. Um, I will go with number two then. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Can I interrupt you just for a second before you get to number yeah. two? I want to put um, like a, a three and I'll put a three A. I love Jack Jack, the baby off of, nice. uh, off of the Incredibles. Jim, he is pretty, he is pretty B.A. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number two though, I'm going to go with Batman. Okay. The Dark Knight. I love like the the Christopher Nolan trilogy was my favorite. I I watch that a lot. Okay, okay, I like it. My number two, somebody who you just had on this list, Spidey. Nice with Tobey Toby Maguire. I mean, I, I love I love the Spider Man movies. Those were fun. Great at movies. And again, who has a young, who has a kid never wanted to try to act like he got bit by a spider? Try to see if he get bit, get bit by a spider and then shoot out the web shoot out the webs. Right? Like, instead I just almost died. Yeah, it's still not, still not working yet, but, but I'll, I'll let you know when they do. Number one, though. Near and dear to my heart. I'm going to go with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Oh my gosh. Cody? Became... We're, on, we're, we're on the same wavelength. That's my number one as well. Yeah, buddy. I mean... One owns a soccer team, owns an F one series, and he's been I, he's also been um he's married to Blake Lively too, don't you? Forget? Yeah, Bla- or else Blake Lively's married to him. What's up? Good point. Good point. Good point. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Deadpool three to come out. And I am too. And like, I really probably should have put Wolverine on my list. I do remember I dressed up as Wolverine for Christmas, for Christmas for Halloween as a kid once. Probably different. It was a really weird Christmas. <laughs> But 
he probably should have been on my list. Especially now that there's a Deadpool with Wolverine coming out. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, Dead, Deadpool's my one, too, because who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds and who doesn't love Captain Deadpool? And and his humor in it is just fantastic. I know. Uh, actually, sorry, it's not Captain Deadpool, it's just Deadpool, my bad. Yeah. Uh, St. Yeah. Captain America. There's so many superheroes, but, like, I don't know enough of them. I don't pay too much attention to them, but the ones same. I mentioned I've watched, at least. Same here, same here. Um, so, yeah, I think other than that do you have any other hey, you have any listener questions at all no but we do have a shout out to christian and his fiance liz had their baby beautiful baby girl this week congrats so, to the new parents yeah well i'll see him for the first time since tomorrow morning yeah hey, i will do so, that's good i'm curious to see man. how he's doing with dealing with fatherhood oh. after only one week it's a transition man uh, good old Christian. Again, that's just it's weird seeing my brother's friends become parents. It's just <laughs> it's really weird. It just is. Yeah. It's a good weird, but it's just weird. Um also, again, I don't know if Clayton actually listened to this, but uh today's actually Clayton's birthday, so Hey, happy birthday. On Tuesday the I've, February twenty seventh. So happy birthday. I've Clayton. I've seen you a few times, never talked to you, but well, yeah. I, I said hi, but yeah. Not at the greatest moment of your life, so Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, so I I know you've heard me talking smack to Christian, if you're yeah, listening I, at all. I, 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 I guarantee that. I know that he came up to the counter and was talking to Christian, and I might have talked a lot of uh, smack to China, but so it's what I do. It's what we do, yeah. Um. So, any other shout-outs you want? Yeah. <sighs> Listen or watch the Twin Tours uh Instagram page, it's hilarious. It's it's great. I still need to put put golf. That. You I, do. I it's fo- fantastic. I have followed them and I haven't watched anything. It's like the one thing I look for on Instagram every day. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, and on that, just continue to like, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Um, um, remember that. Tell your friends. Remember that our episodes do come out. Um, try to have them out on Wednesday nights. Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll continue our best. Oh, I gotta get better on, I didn't, I haven't posted the last couple on Facebook like I normally do. So I need to get back on that. So that's why our numbers are going down, Cody. It's all your fault. Are they going down? Actually this last week it was, it was, it was kind of bad. Yeah. Was it? It it wasn't great, but uh, it's all right. It's all right. We're in the lull. It's after, it's after football season. It is after football season. So we're we're not quite to March yet. It's just, everybody just kind of, everybody's just taking a little chill pill. It's fine. So, yeah, we'll be all good. So, okay. All right. Cody, send us away. Andy will get us on YouTube eventually, probably not. Um, (laughs) One of these days. days. I wish I had a certain fullback to shout out, but nothing right now. Um, Yeah, there are no – I don't know. I got nothing. No no fullbacks right now. Anyway, fullbacks are people too. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a good night or day, wherever the heck you may listen to this, and we will talk to you next week. Peace.